Hey everybody, thanks for uh, hitting that subscribe button, and thanks for downloading the podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that little bell on the side so you know when our content is dropping. Uh, if you're listening to us on any of our mainstream uh, podcasting apps, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave a review so we can get uh, some nice uh, reviews going. And uh, if you're listening to us on Anchor, we now have the wallet selection where you can uh, donate a little bit to the podcast, help keep us going, and uh, just show your appreciation. But always remember, get that leg! Welcome, welcome everybody. This is Collective Podcast over here, episode 13. Jerry is speaking. Christian is always ignoring me to the front of me. How are you doing, Christian? It's another Jerry-lighted episode two weeks in a row. I'm seriously regretting this. <laughs> I am really taking over the world right now by one person and one person only. Before we announce who's on the podcast today, I need to, uh, well, since if you're listening to podcasts, you already know who's on the podcast, but, you know, suspension of disbelief, I have to announce who's on the podcast. But first, before I do announce Tongue Twister, I like to say... You did that in, pretty smooth. Yes. In the upcoming weeks, we have a huge, huge, like, monumental guest on the podcast. The podcast hasn't even been around for a year, Jerry, and we're already hitting our very first big... Uh, not celebrity, but, like... I don't know. You want to say celebrity? Okay, I'll say celebrity. But we'll, we'll get our very first big monumental guest... On October 30th, we will be taping the podcast with the New York State gubernatorial Libertarian candidate, Larry Sharp. He's going to be on the podcast. He's going to be here in Jerry Square. Times Square it is. Uh, we're going to attempt, uh, well, I'm going to attempt. I've been uh, collecting some uh, equipment so we can transfer over to a video version of the podcast so you can watch us on YouTube and if you don't have watching capability while you're driving to work or whatever you can also listen to us on the regular uh, podcasting so we'll have an audio version and we'll have a video version hopefully I'm still working on the equipment we have goals to accomplish guys yes so we have Larry will be proud of us no matter what we have Larry Sharp on the podcast in two weeks October 30th which that will drop November 2nd, a couple days before the, the big midterm election. We're going to help him win. Uh, <laughs> also, next week on the podcast, another big monumental guest. Uh, we're going to have, finally, we've mentioned them a bunch of times on the podcast, but we're going to have Mike Levy with us here in Jerry Square from Fuzz on the Lens. We're going to talk to him about Abnormal Attraction, his Halloween 60 trailer parody of the new Halloween movie. We're going to ask him if he's seen Halloween. Uh, we're going... He just went to uh, the 40th anniversary convention in... Uh, uh, I forget where. <laughs> Crap. And uh, I'm going to ask him where he likes the trick-or-treat. Yeah, and uh, we're going to talk to him about all that goodies, abnormal attraction, what his next projects are, if he's allowed to talk about the next project. <laughs> if we can pay him to talk oh, about the next project. If... Uh, if, if uh, uh, some of his past projects, uh, people that he's worked with, he's worked with some big, big actors in Hollywoodland. And yeah. The land of the Hollywood. Yeah, so we're only growing bigger from here. 
uh, as we approach it, we're about, I want to say, uh, five months away from our year anniversary. So yeah. we're building up big repertoire. Of Should guests. I do a Facebook event? Oh, yeah. Big repertoire of people. Now, I don't know if we can stream it live. I'm going to try to stream something, one podcast live, maybe Larry Sharp one, I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure out um, some logistics as to how that would work on Facebook. But know this, that I'm going to definitely try to get a video format with the Larry Sharp interview that'll be our first one and i'll try to see if podcasting going on from that we'll do we'll do a video podcast depends on how badly we look bad that yeah, well there you go depends on if i uh, if jerry and i decide to take a shower not not no no <laughs> so <laughs> no, no. if jerry decides to take a shower and i decide to take a bath <laughs> <laughs> i totally buried myself here didn't mean to sound like that anyway if we let's gonna... move on let's move on uh today on the podcast we got Nick Pepper on the podcast. Jerry's on the floor dying. I think I I think I've lost Jerry. He, he's he's on the floor. He can't breathe. Uh, I'm here. We have Nick Pepper on the podcast. Uh, we're gonna talk to him about uh, his solo album, uh, his other band Social Zoo, uh, and um, we're also gonna talk. It's not a podcast without talking about our wonderful Joe Valenti. We got a special uh, question for Nick about Joe. If he can drop it. Yes, we all know each other. Uh, so, yeah. So, um... The world is smaller than you think. Uh, you have, you have stuff to promote, Jerry? For your, uh... So, one thing I would love to promote right now, December 8th, we're going to be a karaoke 1-7 for Dare to Run and Sunrise Day Camps event. It's going to help women have more of an advocacy in office and also help children uh, with cancer go to summer camp. And their siblings are included for that for six weeks free of charge. So we truly appreciate your support. If you're able to come out to that, there's going to be a lot of good stuff going on for that. Bring those voices and make those choices. Also, since this is dropping uh, on the 19th, uh, I just want to say tomorrow, uh, October 20th, is the Vault of Horror Film Festival. Oh, baby. It's on 691 Bay Street, Staten Island, New York. Doors open at 5. And the show starts at 6. We have three blocks of movies. Lots of movies. Um, uh, there's bands. There's radioactive material. It's going to be there. Uh, we I wish a, Kenny's Mohawk was going to be oh, there. Oh, yeah, well. Rest in peace is Mohawk. Um, uh, there's gonna, we're going to have a host. Chris Marcianti is going to be there. He's going to put the unity in community. Um... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Chris, like I did mention uh, for the last couple of podcasts, I was going to have Chris on. Chris has been busy working on set of a couple of sets, so I have not been able to get him on board. And we've been working on some uh, Hillsboro stuff. So yeah. So um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, there's no updates on that yet, but as soon as I give, as soon as I'm allowed to greenlight any updates, I'll be able to give you guys some updates for Hillsboro. It's going to be released tomorrow. Oh yeah. No. 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 Um. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's go to the interview. Hello, everybody. Collective Podcast is here. Jerry speaking currently. Christian to the side, always ignoring me. And on a remote opportunity, our first ever, let me introduce you to Nikki Pellutri. How are you doing, Nick? Doing good, sir. Uh, great to uh, be on the show with you guys, and thank you for having me. 
Absolutely. So just to kind of like start off a couple things now, it's funny how we're both in podcast world. We're all like a big happy family that way. So we're going to do our first early promotional plug with you, and I want you to talk about your wrestling stuff right there. Okay, well, uh, for those of you who may or may not be aware, um, I am part of a wrestling-themed podcast in particular. It's covering WWE-related matters, and uh, it's with uh, four other friends of mine. And the name of the podcast is the Empty Arena Podcast. Uh, You can find us... um, on most major platforms, but uh, iTunes, I believe, is uh, the main one. Uh, but yeah, uh, Empty Arena Podcast is the name of our show, so we usually post episodes uh, every Wednesday night, and so uh, keep an eye out for those uh, if you want to subscribe and follow along with myself and four of my other close friends, and we just talk about WWE-related stuff. Sure thing, and just to give people a sneak peek about what you guys do, who do you think is the hostess with the most out of the five of you? Um, well, John is the one that uh, owns the mixing board in his possession, so I would say he is the one that probably uh, controls everything, but I would say between him and Andrew, I would say are one and one A. And, uh, uh, but you know, we all, uh, we all too uh, are a different extent. I guess we all are equally, uh, uh, responsible for it, and uh, yeah, I suppose uh, you could say that uh, we all have a good time with it. So, so if they're the uh, if they're the Shawn Michaels of the group, who's the Marty Janetti? Mm. Well, I would have to give Chris the title of Shawn Michaels because if I didn't, he would kick me in the face. <laughs> um, the Marty Janetti of the group, I don't know. None of us are Marty Janettis. We're not all. We're not all that bad. <laughs> well, well, nobody has been thrown through a uh, through a window yet, so that's uh, that's pretty good. Even though Christian wants to more than half the time with me, but that's besides the point. No, not yet. But if we did try, it, it would be a problem because uh, where we film, we're on the second story, so it'd be kind of a fall, a far uh, fall. So it's kind of risky if we try that. So maybe <laughs> if we're on the ground level in the future, we could try it. <laughs> We're going to do a little bit of a segue step into this one. So now I'm curious to know from you, being that you're a musician, you've been doing shows for how many years now? I'm curious, between those four people that you do the podcast with, who do you think comes to the most of your shows? Who has been to the most of my shows? Um, I would probably have to say between Andrew and Danny. And it's oh, not man. because... Who asked for more of the be- autographs then? <laughs> uh, sadly, uh, none of them asked me for autographs, and you bring up a very good point. I may have to uh, pick a fight with them about that. So, uh, guys, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm going to be uh, confronting you about that. <laughs> I feel like we're just burying like the whole... The, everybody on, on this show except for Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that the well, point I, of wrestling? Well, to hot, hot, hey, you know what? People? I, hey, you know what? Um... If they want to, if they want to step up and uh, you know confront me, I say bring it on. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm issuing an open challenge on the oh Empty Arena podcast. Oh, the first, <laughs> the first, the first open challenge on the uh, collective podcast, right? My heart's never beating so fast <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's you know, it, it's it's nice to have friends that support you through all of your endeavors and they all have over the years and uh just because some guys you know can't make it to every show for one reason or another it never takes away from 
the value of their friendship and uh, their contribution and, and how much support they've given me. So I'm always happy to uh, have them, uh, whether they show up or not, but knowing that they always support me has always been a blessing. Absolutely. Now, <clears throat> being that they've seen you in like a few of your projects so far, I want you to talk a little bit about your new endeavor with Nikki P and the Crutches because as for what we've witnessed, you have a new album out throughout all the musical platforms, especially on Spotify. And I want you to just explain a little bit about that process of how it came about and how you included all those people on your self-title uh, project. Okay. Well, this was something that kind of came about, I would say, roughly two years ago because we're in the fall of 2018 right now. So the fall of 2016 is when I really started to contemplate the idea of coming up with my own solo project. I did not have any aspirations of actually creating an entire musical group out of this. It was more or less something that I wanted to do for myself because there were a lot of things that I had to get off my chest. I was going through some, uh, uh, rough times um, on an emotional level uh, without getting too deep into anything. Um, nevertheless, I wanted to really get it out of my system, get it out of my soul, if you will. And this was something that I felt I needed to do. And it took the form of writing music. And being a musician or at least I try to be a musician, <laughs> um, I thought to myself, well, this might be one of the best ways for me to express myself and really convey my feelings in a positive way. And also to, at the same time, create something that I would like to share with people. And that's what happened. I, I wrote all of the music from top to bottom. I wrote all the lyrics. I wrote all of the melodies, all of the instrumentation, the drums are programmed. And the only thing that I had to do to really outsource in the process was the vocal track. And I linked up with a very talented guy by the name of Matt Greco, who I uh, discovered um, actually through uh, Craigslist. Not through the personal section. Just <laughs> kind of a disclaimer there. The personal professional the, section. It was not in the uh, casual encounters or the strictly plutonic section. Oh, boy. It was actually <laughs> on the community section. I promise you that. But isn't that part but, of a community, though? <laughs> technically, technically, it is. It is in the community section. But uh, nevertheless, um, he had uh, a sample of work that I listened back to, and I liked what I heard. And I thought to myself, let me see if I could work with this guy. So we, from the beginning, uh, the first step that we took was I sent him a guide track for one of my songs, basically saying, okay, here's how I envision this thing going. I send it to him and then he sends back to me his interpretation of what I'm doing. And the first song that I sent to him was the fourth track on the album walk away and so that is where i got my start in working with matt and i thought that he did such a great job that i said to myself i'm gonna roll with this and see how far i could take this because the challenge with this collection of music this album is that 
I've always been the kind of person that, from a creative standpoint, I wanted to do a lot of different things. I like being flexible. I like showing versatility in what I could do. Um, I do have my preferences as far as style. I've always been, you know, a big rock fan, hard rock, grew up on classic rock. But at the same time, I always had that flair for punkish sounding stuff. Sometimes things are a little bit heavier. So I really wanted to mix it up. I had two ballads that I threw into the mix on this one as well. And all this time I thought to myself, let's see, you know, where he could take all of these different uh, colors, if you will. So I ran with it and I was really happy with the results. And the feedback that I've been getting on the album in general has been very positive from a lot of my friends and family. And so... Basically, um, it got to the point where everything was recorded, and I had um, Frank Mitterritana, who works at Voodoo Studios, and Jerry, I'm pretty sure you remember oh, Frank very well. <laughs> Great guy, and uh, you know, so he uh, was willing to work with me on this, and um, Voodoo Studios uh, in Long Island, uh, in Port Jefferson, for those of you who may not be familiar with it, uh, this studio is run by a gentleman by the name of Mike Watts, who uh, also did work for such bands as The Deer Hunter and uh, Brand New is uh, another notable name. And Brand yeah, New being from Long Island. a big reputation. He does. He has a nice list of clientele. So um, I thought that all of the pieces that were in place were suitable for putting forward a very good quality product so I ran with everything I just trusted my instincts and um, and I think it turned out really great and so this album really from a narrative perspective is just um, a time in my life from song one to song ten where I go through these different waves of emotion ultimately culminating in a in a positive message at the end of it, which I felt like I needed to do uh, in order to really, I suppose, give people a sense of hope and to really show that even when going through tough times, there is always a light at the end of the tunnel if you're willing to work hard enough to see through it and to um, not give up on yourself. So um, I'm really happy that I was able to put this together. I'm really happy. i have been able to see this baby of mine uh, come to life, if you will. And um, yeah, I'm just very happy about it. So now I, uh, I'm spending my time whenever I can to uh, promote it and share it with people. And I, I ordered a ton of uh, business cards. I got them printed out. <laughs> there you go. They're all sitting all over on my shelf, just scattered everywhere. So I just grab a couple and I stuff them in my wallet whenever I can. My wallet is, I call it the George Costanza wallet. <laughs> I was about like, to say the George Costanza wallet. <laughs> because it's all, it's all like busting at the seams now because I got so many business cards stuffed in it. I wish I had more cash stuffed in it. Mm, but, that's what um, good. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's all good. And uh, like I said, I'm just having a lot of fun um, being able to point people to it and say, hey, you know, I did that. And... Um, it really makes me happy that I could do it. And I actually, without uh, 
putting all the eggs in one basket or putting the horse before the carriage, I should say. I am working on a second album. Oh, uh, nice. I don't know. I don't know the timeline on that one, but uh, there are some things that I have to work through with that. But um, if we help yeah. you, you'll get it out by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Especially um, Christian, very yeah. musically talented. <laughs> um, was there any um, songs that didn't make the cut, or was it every song on the album was from originally from conception until uh, to the end? Was it real? Uh, like. Because I know there's a lot of albums that have songs that are that are cut, and then they do like the unreleased songs album. Was there anything on this album that didn't make the cut? Is he say he's pretty much saying it's not going to be your second album? Um, you know, it's a very good question. I did at one point have one or two ideas that I was toying with as far as songs, and fortunately for me, I didn't extended to the point where I was really locked into something that forced my hand to really see it all the way through. What I'm basically trying to say is I had ideas for like chord progressions or melodies. I had ideas for certain lyrics that I toyed with to an extent and I wasn't feeling it. And so I scrapped a few things and it's very likely that on this next collection of music, I probably um, ended up uh, utilizing some of those scraps, if you will. Um, not because I didn't like them entirely, but I felt like they didn't fit in with the, um, the whole narrative of this first set of songs. I felt like there was a certain vibe that I was going for that I felt like with certain ideas that I came up with, it just didn't work. And that's, I suppose, the essence of what constitutes what we know as a B-side or an unreleased cut, yeah. wherever you want to call it. So, it happens. <laughs> no, it yeah. happens. Uh, yeah. So... Uh... So you just had your solo album, and you're still uh, with uh, the Social Zoo, right? That's correct. I also play in a Bay Ridge-based cover band called The Social Zoo. We also have a, a website, thesocialzoo.net. We're also on Facebook if you want to follow us there. We always post information about our shows. We even have on our website a full catalog of the songs that we do or have done at one point. And... Um, that is a, is a project that I joined close to five years ago. I'm trying to think how long ago it was, but I would say it was close to five years ago. I woke up one day and I had an itch for wanting to do uh, a cover band, a play as part of a cover band because um, I felt like I was stagnant at the time with music and I said to myself, I wanted to do something else, something a little bit more, not, uh, not, not as, not, yeah, not as mentally demanding in the sense that it was really, you know, creatively uh, demanding, I guess. And this was just a, a simple form out of learning some songs and playing along to them. And what I really liked about this band in particular was the fact that they were tack tackling um, music that, most other cover bands in my area 
we're not bothering with because if you go around the uh, the local area as far as cover bands, the majority of them tackle the old school bluesy classic rock from the sixties and seventies, and um, I've got nothing but tons of respect for that era. I listen to a lot of that music, especially when I was younger when I first started to play guitar. It's music that my parents are familiar with. So there's always going to be a place for that. It's always going to be a welcome uh, part of, of the local cover band scene. But at the same time, I wanted to do something that would stand out a little bit more and get people to turn their heads a little bit more. And um, this, I thought, was really something that would allow me to do that. So I was looking at the catalog. It was another Craigslist posting. <laughs> Put it out Someone's there. got history here. <laughs> yeah, I got history, all right. <laughs> so, so, so what you're trying to tell us is you're the uh, the Craigslist killer. <laughs> possibly, possibly. I can't, I can't confirm. No, the Craigslist killer. Oh, the Craigslist. <laughs> Always uniting relationships that way. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was great because I looked at this posting. And the what our posting that we were going to interview. Oh, <laughs> well, aside from this, I was going to say about the, uh, the the original posting for from the cover band that they were doing music from bands like Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Stone Temple Pilots, and I was saying to myself, "Wow, wow, hold on a second, you know, I don't see this every day." <laughs> so you haven't seen this in I, twenty years. Yeah, I, I I threw my name in the hat. I went down and auditioned and. It went great, thankfully, and so four, four and a half years later, I'm still with these guys, and we're actually playing It's really been that long? Yeah, it's been a oh while. Time flies. Time flies, man. That's crazy, though, because I actually remember, like, one of your first shows. Yeah. I think you were at, weren't you at Skinflints or something like that? Um, not Skinflints. It might have been the Three Jolly Pigs. There you go. There you remember. go. Yeah. And uh, it'd be awesome if we ever got to play at Skinflints because I just, you know, have one of those cheeseburgers right next to me while I'm playing. <laughs> and, uh, I had one of those over yeah. the summer and I couldn't be more solo. Captivated. You, you go in a solo, you take a bite of the cheeseburger. Solo, take a bite <laughs> of the cheeseburger. It's the rock star lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so we have um, a quota. We have a quota in terms of our podcast, and that is we have to mention Joe Volante at least once on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So oh, you were boy. so you were talking about you were talking about how you you do like your big song selection on your website. So if you were to make a karaoke playlist of maybe five songs that Joe should sing, what should it be? <laughs> Would these have to be songs from the Social Zoo catalog, or this could be anything I can think of? Let's do three from Social Zoo to whatever. Oh boy. <laughs> Three songs from the Social Zoo catalog that I would want Joe to sing. Let's see. Um, definitely would have to be uh, a song from uh, either Soundgarden or Audio Slave because oh God. <laughs> we, need, we need to have Joe sing Chris Cornell. We just have to. We have to challenge him. Even so he's looking down say, laughing right now. I would say... Um, I would say Show Me How to Live would be a great, oh, great Oh, oh Nick, we have a lot of things to accomplish <laughs> in the next two months. 
But maybe that won't be one of the first ones because that's a tough one. He's got to warm his way up. To yeah. That one. Maybe that'll be in the middle. I like the way so you I think. Would say, I would say that one is, is, is a good one. Um, I would say another one. I think um, he would actually probably have a, a fun time singing uh, Detroit Rock City by Kiss. Oh, oh my oh God. Man. <laughs> and um, another one that I know he would enjoy singing would be Cult of Personality by Rhythm Color. He always sings that like... Which- Every wrestling event, not only just that, I'm going to say every four to five times I hang out with him. Which, which matter of fact, uh, I, I think it was a couple years ago, we, we went to Dangerfields, and before we went to that, uh, that store that sold all the, all the guitars, and Nick actually like, took a guitar down to like, play, and he played Cult of Personality. Oh, real? He also played Eruption, too, which, I, gotcha. which my jaw was dropped. Yeah, <laughs> or at least I tried to. I haven't, I haven't touched, uh, I gotta be honest, I mean, I'm a huge Van Halen fan, and I haven't even played around with any of that music in so long, I feel like if I tried now, I sound like garbage, I just, no, you know, I, I've been so, I've been so consumed with so many other things, I mean, I guess it's just a matter of, uh, you know, getting myself loose again, and, and getting familiar with the music, but I used to toy around with it a lot, hey, you know, it's all in having fun, I guess, <laughs> uh, but, uh, Two songs, two songs that, um... This is a conspiracy right now. <laughs> two songs, now, now i got to think of two songs outside of the Social Zoo catalog that I would like to have Joe sing. You thought you were going to get off the oh, phone call easy. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, how about, how about that one, that, that viral song, that Baby Shark song? Baby <gasps> Shark, do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> That's savage, we got to make this happen. Get him to sing that one, and, um... Uh, let's see, uh, and the last one, I think, just because I've heard him sing it, and I, and I love his rendition. It's a classic. Is, um, In the End by Linkin Park. <laughs> That's a closer. I don't, I don't I know, I, I don't know if you were there, but the last time we sang karaoke, Joe sang Back That Ass Up. With Vinny. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Nick, we missed miss a that. show that night. I call it a show, not karaoke. Well, that is a show. It's not karaoke when that happens. Oh my God. You know what? I got to um, I got to come out to your next karaoke outing, and hopefully uh, the crew will be there, and uh, I hopefully will bear witness to that. I will pay you <laughs> money to sing that. Well, bear witness because that's going to be December eighth. Oh, good lord! At karaoke one seven. More details to come. Cheap plug. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag cheap plug. Boy, oh boy. Looking forward to it. <laughs> so, so, Nick, uh, kind of to wrap up a few more things with you, I just wanted to ensure that you're doing your promotional plugs, you keep plugging that stuff away. So is there anything else that you want to get across as far as like your social media and things of that sort? Well, um, like you had mentioned earlier, my solo project, my album is available on all the major platforms, uh, iTunes, Spotify. I recently received notification that it's now available on, on Amazon Music, if anybody oh, there you go. uses Amazon Music. I don't know who uses Amazon Music. I never talk about it with any of my friends, but I always, I always stress iTunes and Spotify because that's where everybody usually goes, but... Um, 
Also, um, as you guys know, I've been a part of a very long-standing original project called Venture Rising that uh, I started back in 2009 when I was in college. The golden and, years. Yeah, and um, that is currently uh, a situation where we're actually writing new music right now and we're little by little trying our best to uh, put some stuff together. And uh, all the respect, the members of the band, unfortunately, are in a situation where we're all very busy uh, to various degrees. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where we're just kind of taking it day by day and doing what we can to um, keep that moving. But yeah, that's another thing that I work on when I can. So that's something that maybe one day will uh, come to fruition. We're working on another set of music with Pat. But, yeah, I mean, um, I just uh, wanted to thank you guys again for giving me the opportunity to promote uh, my music. And, of course, to give a shout-out to my wrestling podcast. I really appreciate that. Of course, Nick. Anything for you and anything to promote Joe Volante in the back. <laughs> but, yes, Nick, thank you so much for coming on. We truly appreciate uh, your company and what you have going on in your life. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a great night, Nick. You too, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. And there you have it, people. That was Nick Pellutri talking to, unfortunately, myself and Christian Caputo. Christian, how did you feel about that wonderfully unfortunate interview? I loved it. I loved it. It was really good. Uh, Nick's a great guy. His bands are awesome. Uh, everybody should see the uh, social zoo. Um, everybody should listen and download his uh his album very diverse album nick really went out of his way to ensure that each of them had its own individuality i really commend his work ethic and the amount of years he's put into uh his project as well oh yeah well i didn't say this in the beginning i meant to say this in the beginning but we got all caught up with weird innuendos uh <laughs> is uh uh nick is me personally people that i know and whatever he is the best pure shredder or guitarist that i know he plays songs that i'm just like blown away by i didn't get to ask him a question but um because i totally forgot it uh it uh i forgot nick you still have time to answer the question um i i don't know if this is true or not i might be remembering this wrong but uh, i remember we were talking to ian one time and i asked ian if nick can play through the fires and flames now, if everybody know, if, if people know of the song, obviously people would know of, but if people know Guitar Hero, that was the hardest song to play on Guitar Hero on medium and hard mode and expert mode. I was, I'm not sure if Nick can play the whole thing, but I know he can play a good part of it. Yeah. Which still blows my mind away. Yeah, man. Yeah. Using those fingers on the Guitar Hero game, it is such a pure talent. Oh, yeah. But Nick's talent's twice as good. Oh, yeah. But, um... Like I said in the interview, he played Eruption right in front of me, which was, I was jaw It, it was an Eruption. Everybody knows how big of a Van Halen fan I am. So, like, if you just play Van Halen in front of me, I'm just, like, amazed. But, <laughs> other than that, but, uh, yeah, so... I see um, the fangirl in your eyes. Oh, yeah, I'm fangirling. Sam Hager. Uh, <laughs> for all you Van Halen purists out here, I'm a Van Hagar guy. 
which now everybody's going to you know, everybody's going to comment below now. Lord Van Halen, David Lee Roth. I like Dave Lee Roth, but I like Dave. I like Sammy Hagar's songs better. Would it be better? Would it? Uh, would it be worse if I said I like Gary Sharon? I mean, I, I think people him. would really would really kill me if I said I like Gary Sharon. I love him so much that I don't even know who he is. Anyway, he was the third singer of Van Halen. That lasted one album. But anyway, uh, just a reminder to my favorite reminder to everybody. Tomorrow, October twentieth is the Vault of Horror Film Festival at uh, Amendment 18, 691 Bay Street, Staten Island, New York, 10304. Doors open at 5, shows at 6. Um, one of the films you're going to see is uh, Satanist Mingle. Satanist Mingle, it's a parody commercial that had Craig Lloydron on it, one of our one of our first guests. Craig what a Lloydron. cultivation of guests right there. So, yeah, so his... Uh, that's going to be on it. A bunch of other things are going to be on it. Fuzz on the Lens will be there tomorrow. So we're going to have a nice little reunion. We're going to talk to Mike, see how... Uh, see if he still wants to come on the podcast. Oh, yeah, see if he wants to come on the podcast. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, that's pretty much it, Jerry. Larry Sharp in two weeks. Fuzz on the Lens next week. Uh, we have a calendar, guys. We've got a calendar now. Who wants to come on next? Please, go on our Facebook, go on our YouTube Spam who, us if you want. Who do you here? Why don't we throw it out there to the people? Who do you want to see uh see on listen to or see on the podcast? Within reason. I mean, I don't say, oh, I want to see this guy, and there's no way for for us to get him. Within reason, we can see if we can probably do it. I know Jerry knows a lot of people. He can pull from his uh, exorbitant resources of uh, phone numbers that he has. There, there. I definitely have some key people I've wanted to invite. There is a couple people who I know who are writing books, and I would love to get more of an introspection on that. So hopefully within the next couple weeks, I can confirm something. And this person is a Staten Island person. Uh, he's been in the nonprofit field for a while, but I don't want to give too much away. But hopefully I can confirm that soon. I want, and Jerry knows this, I want somebody, not who's an expert, but who's a fan or can have a conversation about the different um, cryptozoology creatures. Hmm. Not really necessarily cryptozoologists, but I, I've always been fascinated about like cryptids and like the monsters and creatures that don't exist, but or they could have existed at one time. So you're saying Joe Volante? He is a different creature, I can tell you. But um, yeah, that, I, I do want to get some more filmmakers on, some musicians on. Uh, Kiki, Kiki. You gotta get her on. Yeah, gotta get her on. Um, we 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 gotta get Chris on. No, because him and me have to have. He's due. Oh yeah, he he he's due to be back on just because of our arguments. We can't have the rotten milk expire. But I think I think we're seeing Halloween. Uh, by the time this comes out, I've probably seen it, or I'm about to see it. Hmm. So maybe I'll. Before we have Levy on, well, when we have Levy on, I'll uh, talk to him about, see if he saw it. I'd, he probably saw it at the 40th anniversary. You should do, like, a podcast in the movie theater itself. Have people, to, <laughs> people do, like, a talk-through when yeah. everyone's trying to watch it. But um, I'm trying to think if there's anything, like, we want to talk about, or if we just, like, should wrap it up. I think we should wrap it up, okay. and I think the viewers would love us to shut the fuck up right now. Oh, yeah. Um, so just a reminder of all the horror is tomorrow. Um... Just uh, like us on Facebook at Caputo Collective Productions. 
Uh, also on Facebook, the Collective Podcast, where you'll be able to uh, see all of our stuff. Who's going to be on? When are they going to be on? You're going to drop all, all the wonderful links. We're on Twitter as well at Caputo Collective Productions. Or just Caputo Collective. You can find us. Um, Instagram, Caputo Collective. Find all of our pictures of our, of our behind the scenes from the Hillsborough shoot. Jerry sleeping. Um, a podcast that are being dropped. All goodies. I just woke up. Oh, yeah. Um, as I said in the beginning of the podcast, we're on Anchor. If you want to find us on Anchor, just type in uh, Collective Podcast. We have a wallet there, so you can donate to the podcast. Perfectly uh, reasonable, I guess. Donate however you want. McDonald's money is a mandatory requirement and a struggle in life, so please help me fulfill my need. It keeps us active, and I mean, it helps us with all of our goodies, especially when buying equipment, because I'm trying to... Make the podcast bigger, make it more professionally looking for you guys, since I love talking to you guys, and I love the feedback that I get from you guys. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're SoundCloud rappers. I don't know if we're on, I got, I got, I got, I think we're on SoundCloud. I, I, <laughs> maybe, I'm not sure. I have, I have to do some research. But yeah, so that was our first phone interview, Jerry. It made me just want to be on the phone that much more, and I hate being on the phone. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so uh, that's it. I'm rambling. Jerry's rambling. Uh, we got to prep for a big interview in a couple of weeks, Jerry. We're not leaving the house. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah. So uh, you, you can hear the nervousness in my voice, but it's going to be fantastic. I have so many questions. He's going to be a great guest. Another question for the three and a half fans that watch us. Who do you think is going to look better in a suit that day? Myself or Christian? I think Christian is going to do so in the first half, and then I'm going to look the best in the second. I look fly, but yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, I have to uh, mention uh, our last guest uh, that we had last time, uh, Antonio Gerardo. He was great. Yes. Um, if you follow him on Facebook, he did what mention... What a bro. If, if you followed him on Facebook, you know that there is a X-rated adult version of the podcast that I had to cut down substantially. And uh, maybe one day I will release the full version. One Before day. we're about to die. Uh, when I start up a Patreon, maybe I'll, uh, that'll be a tier, like, unreleased. <laughs> unreleased. Collective podcast after dark. A monetary incentive. Yeah, a monetary incentive. Maybe. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get a little bigger, and then, uh, and then we'll start up a Patreon. But yeah, so everything's good, Jerry. I'm rambling on. We're going a little long. But yeah, so next week, Fuzz. Week after Larry Sharp. Volta Horror. Jerry's karaoke. who knows what happens next. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, At that point, Merry Christmas. Oh, God. No, it's Halloween. Halloween, Jerry. <laughs> Halloween. You're, you, you, you're the person that play. You're those crazy people that, that play Christmas music, don't you? I wish. Oh, God. All don't right. give me ideas. All right. It's time to sign off, Jerry. Love you, too. Get that like. <laughs>